Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, D. Roy. Find me on Twitter at RoyDog underscore 13. That's R-O-Y-D-A-W-G underscore 13. Under a bit of a time crunch, I have completed 60 of 70 plus hours for my regular work week. Um, And another 11, 12 hour day probably ahead of me today. So um, I'm going to skip some of the little shenanigans here and we're going to get right into the breakdown. for this weekend, week five, and uh, kind of get back into it tomorrow morning uh, with the regular, regular style podcast. Um, so I'll get all the all the plays put in this week or today, uh, at least from the order of you know. Uh, guys that were that I'm interested in, and they get the full breakdown tomorrow, as I will have the uh, write-up done uh, tomorrow morning, and then do the podcast for that. So you should see something uh, late, <clears throat> late morning, uh, definitely early afternoon um, for the uh, write-up itself, and then uh, yeah, we'll kind of go from there. So, yeah, it's been quite a busy week. Um, Just trying to save this copy here. But, uh, yeah, prepared to go this week after a disastrous week four. A lot of people have a disastrous week four, so that's why I'm not really going to worry about it too much. I'll get into it tomorrow. <clears throat> so, uh, we do have a London game, but it is on the regular uh, main slate because it starts at noon our time. So, we do have to include that game. Also, the strength of schedule, the, thing, the sheet that we use for uh, seasonal, for doing, like, say, waiver target and um, trade target. I forgot to color it in. So, uh, also, tomorrow, you will see another spreadsheet pop up in your in your mailbox, and then you'll have updated uh, questionable outs and stuff like that for the game. So that'll be good. Um, so, yeah, let's start. Arizona at Cincinnati. My, uh, Cincinnati favored by 4, 47 over under. Um, like both sides of the ball here. Because both of these teams are complete shit shows, so we have to include both sides here. That does mean that we have Kyler Murray, um, the guy that I'm really looking at uh, for the um, Arizona side. It's going to be David Johnson, and then I'm also going to consider. also going to consider Larry Fitzgerald kind of paying attention. Christian Kirk is questionable for this game. Uh, it's quite possible that he is out, um, which could mean that we might see Larry Johnson, or Larry Johnson, Larry Fitzgerald um, occupy that slot just a little bit more, so that kind of gives me um, <clears throat> a 
little bit of interest there. Nobody else is really interesting me. I'm not going to try and figure out Trent Shearfield or Keyshawn Johnson, although I do like Keyshawn Johnson. But uh, uh, we also have Demir Bird questionable, which might mean that Andy Isabella is going to see some time, which I think is where everybody's probably going to go, even though he's just have, is not getting the practice time whatsoever. So we're going to see what's going on there. Uh, other side, I have to take a look at Andy Dalton. week for Joe Mixon. So let's include him in there. Um, Arizona's just as equally terrible against running backs, so kind of gives me some interest. Don't think anybody's going to really go there, so it might be a nice little GPP play, even though their line sucks. So. Uh, targets, there's two... <clears throat> Yeah, John Ross is going is to put on IR, which means that uh, which means that Auden Tate's going to be taking over his spot. It's going to be a very popular uh, play. He is getting a lot of targets, uh, so he's definitely something that you got to consider. A pivot off of that would actually be going to uh, uh, Tyler Boyd. So include him in there. I just kind of got to see. Uh, based on price and stuff like that, whether or not I like it. Tyler Boyd's getting kind of priced up, so. Um, another spot you always got to look at tight end versus Arizona. We're going to include Tyler Eifert here. I don't really care too much for the play. Probably will pass on it. Um, both defenses suck, so I'm not really going to look at even though the points allowed to defenses is good. Just don't think. Just don't think I can go there. Although if I sided if I sided with one it would be Cincinnati, but it has such a um, I really, really like David Johnson so much that I don't think I'm gonna use Cincinnati, so uh, moving on to Buffalo, Tennessee. Tennessee favored by three, 38 and a half over under. Uh, it's a possibility that Josh Allen plays in this game. Uh, not really interested in him, but it's just something to kind of pay attention to. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to really travel anywhere here, especially if Matt Barkley is there. Um, one guy that I might take a look at is uh, Dawson Knox. Tennessee is not very good against the tight end. So this might be a little end pivot for Eifert. And I gotta go in and do the values too. Oh my god, I should show this uh, From the Tennessee side, <clears throat> uh, the only guy that I'm gonna look at 
in this matchup is Derrick Henry. As far as the skill position player, it's Derrick Henry. Receivers. I'm not going to look at the tight end. Delaney Walker has it's actually has a good matchup against Micah Hyde, um, but it's still not there. No. Buffalo's defense, I'm going to fade this week, but I'm going to look at the Tennessee Titans this week. got to start respecting Tennessee's defense. As long as they are doing what they're doing, they're shutting people down. So, let's pay attention to that. Uh, okay, so we get to the London game. Chicago favored by 5.5. Oakland, 40.5. Um, <laughs> um, don't know if I can go chase Daniel. I understand they're freaking cheap. But I just don't know if I can do it. I'm definitely not following her about talking about going running back here. It is a good matchup. I would play David Montgomery in seasonal. <clears throat> but I am not. I'm not going to look at their it's just still too much going on. It changed a lot with Chase Daniel in there because they were using uh, Tariq Cohen a lot more. Mike Davis wasn't seeing anything, so I'm not. I don't care much about that. But uh, so um, I like Allen Robinson. Chase Daniel was leaning heavily on him. Javon Williams if Taylor Gabriel Gabriel's out. Um, Trey Burton intrigues me. I have to take a look at this. I have to take a look at Trey Burton because it looked like last week that he was really liking Trey Burton. Now, <clears throat> Oakland games get tricky, so or not Oakland games, uh, London games get tricky. Usually it, it goes one way or the other. They're always sloppy, um, and it's quite possible that Derek Carr is actually out a wide receiver in Tyrell Williams. I'm going to include Chicago Bears defense because you take out one of them key cogs um, for what Derek Carr wants to do. And it gives me some interest. It's going to put a lot of pressure on Darren Waller. I don't think I can use Darren Waller. And that's kind of why I don't know if I can use Chase Daniel because once we get ahead, I'm probably just going to sit on it. Like I said, I can probably trust Allen Robinson in there. God, I can pass. There's just almost nobody there. 
Yeah, I'm gonna pass on that. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Uh, defenses against the Chicago Bears are 19th. DVP rank, you know, we work backwards, uh, allowing 9.25 points to opposing defenses. It's not bad. Uh, but we'll move on. Uh, we got Tampa Bay at New Orleans. New Orleans favored by 3.5, 46.5 over under. Um, we have to consider, maybe we have to use them, but we have to consider Jameis Winston. Consider Jameis Winston. Uh, I'm not going to go trusting any of the running backs. We'll look at Mike Evans in this matchup. I believe he has historically had good games against um, the Saints. He's also been ejected from a game. Uh, Chris Godwin always in play, even though he's questionable. Probably going to be the chalk. The chalk guy in this matchup just because of the whole PJ Williams thing. The narrative that we got there, not going tight end. Um, they're 18th in DVOA, giving up 15th most points, but OJ Howard's what a disappointment this year. Oh, but I forewarned everybody on that, so. <laughs> um, I will take a look at Elvin Kamara, but I'm not sold on Elvin Kamara this week. That's sold on this game in general. It's possible that we see a regression coming back from the West Coast, um, destroying LA. Destroying LA. Defense had a hand in that too. That's why I think the numbers are kind of skewed. Jameis started slowing down in that second half. Um, I like Michael Thomas. I like Michael Thomas. I don't know. Don't know if I can trust Jerry Cook yet. He is just not doing anything for him. Not helping Bridgewater out at all. I'm going to take a look at Saints defense. You still have Tampa giving up uh, 26, 26 in DVP, which means that they're allowing 11 points a game, which is really, really good. So, like I said, I mean, it is quite possible that Tampa just blows up this weekend and in a bad way. Um, we have to respect it. <clears throat> Saints defense. I don't know why they might get more love. I understand that they can get thrown on at any given time, but uh, they brought they had Shelter Rankins come back last week and that really changed up uh, defense in there. Gave them more of a presence in the middle, which allowed the corners to kind of get a little bit more pressure on those wide receivers. Um, all right, 
Moving on, Minnesota, five and a half point favorites over the New York Giants, 43 and a half over under. Is a very low over under. But question needs to be asked. Can we trust Kirk Cousins this week? I don't know if we can. I a part of me just wants to run one lineup. Because you have both Thielen and Diggs bitching about uh, targets and stuff, and they're both in good spots. I mean, this, if there was ever a time for either one to go off, it's this week. But whether or not they're going to be able to get the opportunity is another thing. I mean, because the Vikings want to throw or want to run, so I mean, this, this shapes up to be the biggest Dalvin Cook week. But, I mean, if you ran a, if you, like, just think about it, if you ran a Minnesota stack, this stack is not going to be owned at all this week. Uh, don't like Kyle Rudolph. Uh, I wonder if anybody's still trying to go after the Giants with tight ends. I mean, they do allow 9.3 on FanDuel and 1.2 on DraftKings, which is good for 19th. Remember, we work backwards in numbers. First is worst. Uh, 32nd is best. So they're just above average. Um, yeah, I don't know. You know. This is in New York, too. Mm, probably not going to use the Minnesota defense. Uh, Giants, I really don't want to use anybody. Although I will tell you, I do kind of like Golden Tate coming back from suspension. First week back. Although, the only reason that I would use him is he's very, very cheap. Um, he's minimum price. On, he's minimum price on FanDuel. Everybody seems seemingly... Saquon Barkley. Jesus Christ. Uh, putting Saquon in for one reason and one reason. I doubt he makes it. There's quite possibility he's going to play this weekend. I don't believe it. Um, I think it'll still be another week. Maybe smart if they just wait a week. Not going anywhere this year. So. But he's he's minimum price on FanDuel. For whatever reason, FanDuel dropped him down. Um, all of, and actually, here's something that nobody else is talking about. On Yahoo, he's actually uh, at minimum price too at ten dollars. Uh, so on FanDuel, he's tied for the seventy fifth for running backs. And then on Yahoo, he's tied for 57. But on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft, he is the fifth highest priced running back. So figure that one out. Garbage. Um, Going to have Jets at Philadelphia. Philadelphia favored by 13 and a half. Uh, 44 over under. Sam Darnold is not going to play this week. I am not going to play Luke Falk. 
you'd be crazy. Um, I mean, yeah, it's cheap, but you, I mean, come on, you, where's your upside out of that? You do a cheap guy, you want to have some upside. Um, bad matchup. Le'Veon Bell's going to get a lot of carries, and he's going to get a lot of targets. One guy have been, there's one guy in the passing offense. One guy that I have some interest in, and that's Robbie Anderson. And I think he could, he can literally smash this all out this week because even if they double cover you know the it's just ridiculous how bad the secondary is um you know what I'm going to include one more one more guy just for shits and giggles Actually makes a really good pivot on Fandle. Chris Herndon is back at tight end. Um, Eagles are seventh against tight end in DV, or, uh, DVOA, uh, but they're 24th in DVP points, so <clears throat> it's quite possible that he uh, can do something too. And I can't listen, but I run out with the fall. do not hear me putting him in this so I can look at this. I can't really do anything with my laptop when I'm out on the road. At least for this round. I'm going to Indiana. So I didn't put him in there. I didn't, I swear. Um Pittsburgh. 
Both of our favorite by three and a half. It's for 44 and a half over under. Um, God, I'm just going to look at them again. I got to look at, I got to look at Mark Ingram again. Just because the guy fails, you cannot consider him. Unless it's Jameis Winston. If you want to say fuck Jameis Winston, I don't care. Mark Jackson is actually a good spot. I just don't want to pay up for him. Not as the second highest QB in that spot. Um, Marquise Brown. Everybody got burned last week. God, everybody got burned last week. Joe Hayden has been I don't think it's all his fault, but it could just be the effects of the shitty defense. I put Marquise Brown in there. I might mean, I dare go back to the GPP. I'm going to look at this. James Conner is questionable. He's in another good spot this week. Um, Baltimore jumped up a lot, though. In DVOA and in DVP against running back. Um, That also happened in the passing game. Everybody's talking about the passing game. So, 
not trusting any of the running backs. But definitely in the passing game. It could this could be the get rate spot. No, if I'm gonna trust anything though out of here, it's gonna be Tom Brady. I think you can trust him for cash. Still get beat on the ground. Like Fournette. I like Fournette, but I don't know if I like him enough now that everybody's gonna be freaking on him. Defense can get beat in the pass. But I think we seriously just need to consider this another Christian McCaffrey week. He's still not priced up. So it's just. Jacksonville, 23 against the rush, 24 against running back in the passing game, but 10 in DVP and points allowed, 16.8, They haven't faced McCaffrey yet, so. Um, you could technically look at the passing game in here, but with such a... I just I don't see the need for them to really go heavy through there, so I would just trust McCaffrey, and that'd be about it. Uh, going on to Atlanta at Houston. Houston favored by five. At home, 49 over under. <clears throat> I'm not giving up. Matt Ryan, so he is considered, and I would almost probably guarantee you he's right up. In one form or another. Uh, Julio Jones and Ridley are in play again. Hooper is not going to be in here. 
if anybody is following along at home, they are going to agree with me. Even as much as he's been steady all all the year so far, that kind of a safety valve, uh, I'm still not trusting it. Also, I'm not going to trust it. Atlanta's defense against Houston, even though Houston's 24th at 10.5 points a game, though they're not giving to opposing uh, defenses. Um, we are definitely looking at Deshaun Watson. Well, the question for Deshaun Watson is going to be whether or not he makes any cash or not. Um, I'm pretty sure he does. And both Hopkins and Will Fuller aren't in play. Kenny Stills is questionable for this week. Don't know yet if he's going to play. Um, are the Falcons, so it's good for 24th. Uh, Sunday late afternoon, Denver at LA Chargers. Chargers favored by 6.5, 44.5 over under. Um, same question that we always have. Denver running backs, which one is it? Not a bad spot for either one. But I gotta dig on that. I gotta really dig on that. Don't know which one I like. Dan Will Sanders. Courtland Sutton. Yeah. Sean Hamilton on the outside. And check that. Or Casey Hayward will the slot on a manual. I really gotta wonder. Even though a fancy play.
I definitely don't think it's a Philip Rivers week. Although every time I say that, that's the week that he goes off. So, like that side. Now here's going to be the real ball buster. Melvin Gordon versus Austin Eckler. Fuck a doodle do. It's a great spot. This is... This is what I was looking at last week with the Leonard Fournette call. They're getting bludgeoned. It's just like the Packers. They're getting bludgeoned right up the middle. So I would definitely consider one of these two guys. Probably GPP, just because you don't want to try and figure it out. Still got injuries to the wide receivers. Everybody got burned. But Keenan Allen last week, so I need to see if he's actually really viable against Chris Harris. The numbers say that he's good. He's good to go. So, but we're going to take a look there. Uh, Chargers defense, no. I'm not looking at that against Denver. Get it. Uh, let's see. Green Bay at Dallas. Dallas is three and a half point favor, 47 over under. Sunday Night Football. 
So the only last true game that we'll be going through, and that's for Yahoo and the fantasy draft. Um, Sunday Night Football options. You're going to have both guys in play. Brissett and Mahomes. Um, kind of watching the thing with Marlon Mack. If Marlon Mack is out, I would consider Jacoby Brissett for cash on those two sites. Um, now, the real interesting thing here is so Marlon Mack might not play, which would suck. That's I'd rather have him play. It makes for a more interesting game. Um, Kansas City uh, gives up more points on the ground versus in the air versus running backs, which you expect Indianapolis to fall behind, which would mean more Naheem Hines. Now, if Mack is out, you would think that would stick the ball maybe quite possibly in Jordan Wilkins' hands uh, in this matchup. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about the wide receivers either because they are... We don't know if Hilton Hilton's questionable. It's possible that he sits out. Although I think awesome if he would play this week. Make Brissett look even better. Both tight ends are in play. Ebron and Doyle. More of them. Um, yeah, kids get targeted. You know, a lot of people are. Are they not paying Yeah, I'm not going to trust any of their wide receivers. Uh, other hand, Damian Williams will be back. like. So it's going to be a split workload between David Williams and LaShawn McCoy. We get the same issue on the other side. This is going to make prime time sleep ridiculously stupid. Um, Kelsey at tight end. If I can afford Kelsey on Yahoo or Fancy Draft, I may pay up. But I'm not exactly sure. And I gotta go through these three wide receivers. Um, Cole Hardman actually has the best matchup. Um, according to DVOA at 28th, I guess, Rock Yassin. Uh, but Sammy Watkins actually has uh, 23rd, 23rd DVOA versus a uh, receiver. It's Kenny Moore. Um, that is generally a spot that you really want to target. So Watkins is going to get the nod 
San Francisco, traveling to San Francisco. Uh, San Francisco coming off a bye, three and a half point favorite, 46 and a half under. Um, it doesn't look very pretty um, from the Cleveland side. So we have to take a look at some other things here. Like, We still don't know. We're not going to know any of the secondary issue injuries if you know guys are playing or not until probably late Sunday night at the very earliest, probably Monday morning. We're going to keep that completely under wraps. You know, get the secondary injuries that they had last week, and then so everybody will gravitate to Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, You'll have a quandary in the backfield with Matt Breida, Tim Coleman, or Ricky Molstert. Uh, Jeff Wilson should probably go away in this spot. I'm expecting probably, you know, everybody will load up on T-Bill Samuel, Marquise Goodwin. I'm locking in George Kittle, by the way. So... Um, that's the only guy that really like have a heavy interest in probably eat the chalk in time sleep. Um, and with if you if you're playing a prime time sleep, I would seriously consider putting Kelsey and Kittle in a lineup. Um, just to kind of pull yourself away from some of the wide receiver matchups here that aren't all that great. Um yeah, you're gonna have a lot of people running running San Francisco to take the Cleveland defense. So um, Cleveland defense might not be a bad play this week for at least that Monday night football game. Um, probably more in like say the solo. I think a lot of people will probably gravitate towards uh, in the prime time sites. They'll probably gravitate towards the Kansas City. Kansas City's defense, because on paper it's going to be like the best looking defense outside of. Well, no, they're going to gravitate to the San Francisco 49ers defense. So if you want to play the long averages, take out as many people as humanly possible when you load up on Cleveland. And I think specifically, if I'm going to do that, I'm going to attack them through the air. And might try it with Baker Mayfield. Um, we don't know. We won't know for a while. If Landry's going to play, so maybe a little bit of Odell Beckham. Uh, Antonio Callaway is actually back this week. 
uh, he should be, at least he should have, double check that, but he should be off suspension. So, um, they didn't have him lined up in the Thursday to Monday slate. So, I don't have a price for him on DraftKings, but he was available on FanDuel on that slate. So, I have some interest in Antonio Callaway, uh, paired up with Baker Mayfield. Matchup isn't going to look good. It's just not. So, I think I'm going to take my shot in that way. Uh, Nick Chubb, I actually do still, I do still like. It's just whether or not I want to pay up. I have a look at the primetime slater the showdown to see. I'm sure he's still priced up because of last week's game. So, I just don't know if there's a lot of people that are going to run that way. Uh, Ricky Seals-Jones, terrible matchup. But like I said, I mean, it, you want to knock out as many people as humanly possible, you're going to go Cleveland side over San Francisco. That's my opinion. Um, especially for that showdown slate. So that's the way I kind of can Just keep that in mind. Um, not in game whatsoever. But uh, I'm sure there's not a lot of people in love with the game. But yeah, so that's a quick early run through. I will be back tomorrow and I will have everything ready to go. Uh, like I said, t- uh, keep an eye on your mailboxes. I'll send you the updated uh, version of the spreadsheet. You'll have all the new, you know, questionables, outs, all that stuff for the games. And uh, I'll have the strength and schedule sheet all done up. So then you guys are completely fine on there. And you guys will be ready for waiver period on Tuesday and Wednesday. Take it easy, everybody. I'll talk to you tomorrow.